My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What's going on, everybody? It's Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast coming at you again from the N-E-Z. You heard me right. That's the no bitch zone. So if you're a victim, if you're someone that blames other people for your lack of success, or if you don't pursue your own goals and dreams because of your own fears or what other people may say, think, or do, this isn't the place for you. It is the no bitch zone. So welcome to the journey of a new entrepreneur podcast, my friends. Today, I've got a really good friend of mine, Gino DeRosa. He is, uh, to my understanding, the second the second biggest Disney World fan in Florida, uh, second only to you know yours truly here. But uh, I got my good buddy Gino on the show. But before we start talking to Gino, I want to tell you about a couple of things. The first one, and it's coming quick. At the time of recording this podcast, we're about 35 days away from the huge convention. And by the time this podcast goes live, live will probably be about 28 days or so, give or take, depending on when it goes live. But the huge convention is right around the corner. And, oh, what is the huge convention? Well, thanks for asking. I, I, I never thought you, I thought you never would. But the huge convention is the largest industry event in the pressure washing and window cleaning space. We've got the biggest trade show with the most vendors, period. We've got, uh, I think it's over 80 vendors. It might, it might be 80 exactly, but we've got over 80 vendors that are, or 80-ish. How's that? Vendors that'll be in the trade show. Uh, and these are all people that you can buy stuff from. You can go, you can put your hands on their toys. You can check it out. You can talk to software companies to see how they can help you run your business. You can talk to professional services like bookkeepers and accountants and all kinds of stuff like that. There's, there's even like, you know, training vendors that are going to be there. And then there's the cool stuff. You know, you got the big, uh, uh, water fed pole, pure water systems. You got the big monster pressure washers. You got the cool soft wash systems and all of, and everything in between. It's going to be cool, but that's just like kind of the neat shiny toy part. The best part about the huge convention is it's two days packed full of education training, but it's not like how to learn to clean the thing or how to do the thing. It's about how to grow your business. It's about personal development, leadership development, business development, sales, marketing, uh, building teams, all of those good things you're going to learn, not just from the instructors but also from the attendees, because that's the beautiful thing about getting around, you know, a thousand other people in the industry is there's other people there that have already solved the problems that you've had and you've solved the problems that some of the other attendees have had and the networking and hanging out at the hotel in the evenings and going out and doing stuff with, with new people that you've met. That's the best part of the whole thing. Uh, I've been in an attendee of the huge convention since 2017. And I was a part of the group that just bought it this year. So uh, I'm not just, uh, I'm just not a, uh, <laughs> the owner, but I'm a client. Uh, <laughs> and if you're old enough to remember, that was the hair club for men commercials. But, uh, but anyway, guys, if you're interested, go to thehugeconvention.com and get your tickets. And uh, you also, uh, when you're going, we're staying at the Marriott Marquis in Atlanta, Georgia. And again, it's Atlanta, Georgia, the 19th and uh, 19th and 20th uh, of August this year. Uh, this hotel is awesome. And if you book your tickets through that uh, huge convention website, you can get them for $129 a night. You can't get them that cheap anywhere else. It's really awesome. And then second, I want to tell you about Responsibid, my favorite piece of software. It is the sales 
system in my company. And we use it to do all of our quotes that are in person, which is probably about 90% of the quotes we do are in person. It also does stuff for you online. If you want to do uh, quotes online and let people come get their own quotes on your website, it does that. It has intelligent scheduling. It has follow-up. It has customer communication in there. Uh, guys, the bottom line is this, is it makes you money. And here's how confident I am and they are in it making you money is they have a 10 to one ROI guarantee. So let me propose that to you this way. If I said to you, Hey, like Gino, you're, you're sitting here listening to me. If I said, Gino, I've got an investment opportunity for you. And here's the deal. If it does not produce a 10 to one ROI for you, you don't have to pay for the investment. It's, it's a no-brainer at that point, right? So they got a 10-to-1 ROI guarantee. You can get that guarantee plus a free month of service, plus a rate, a special rate, the only Journey of New Entrepreneur listeners get by visiting jnebid.com. That's J-N-E, like Journey of a New Entrepreneur, B-I-D, like response bid.com. All right, now let's get to the guest, my good buddy, with the terrible echoey audio, man, you're killing me here, Gino. Gino DeRosa, how you doing, my friend? Sorry, doing good, man. Doing all right down here in South Florida. Gino, I uh, I refer to affectionately as uh, my my good buddy Eeyore because he's just always sad and and lonely because well you're known as Eeyore around my house because I always tell Melissa, well, Gino, it's all sad and lonely because I went to Disney Springs and sent him another, another photo. And he's just pouting because he's it's not just like having these little jabs. <laughs> he's got these little jabs throughout the week that just, you know, I get sad. Yeah. I share it with my wife. She's like, yeah, typical Bobby just send me Disney stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't actually have a nickname for you. That Eeyore thing. I was trying to think of something that would, that was sad. Maybe it should be grumpy. The, the dwarf, if we're talking about Disney stuff, but, uh, but no, I always have fun. Gino and I, you know, we, we became buddies kind of because of Disney, you know, we saw each other online posting things and in industry uh, forums and stuff. And, uh, actually quite frankly, he's the only adult male that I know that loves Disney as much or probably more, if I'm being honest with you, than, than I do. So, uh, but Gino, it's good to have you on the show, man. We've been talking about doing this for a while. Um, why don't you take, uh, take a minute or two and just kind of introduce yourself to the audience, you know, kind of tell them who you are as a family man, who you are as a businessman and whatever else you want to add in there. Um, so I'm down here in South Florida and Naples and been here for quite a while pretty much raised down here in Naples, grew up in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, when I was younger and um, started my soft wash uh, business probably, well, like 15 years ago or so. Um, I, I started out like on the side while I was uh, valet parking and, you know, working at restaurants and stuff like that, just kind of getting my feet wet with it. And then in about 2010 was when I um, went out and just said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and I, I went for it and, you know, here we are 10 years later with the, with Dome Enterprise, our company, and, um, we've done quite a bit of, uh, different things. You know, we've got into windows, um, commercial buildings, HOAs, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I got two awesome little girls and, uh, two and two years old and four years old, my wife, Jen. And, uh, you know, we, we like going to Orlando a lot and hanging out and then, you know, that's basically where we're at. Why don't you ever hang out with me when you come to Orlando? Because it always kind of hurts you, my feelings. You're usually just too busy uh, <laughs> doing Bobby stuff. So 
I mean, or you'll be like, hey, meet me here, and like we'll go, and then just no show. And I'm is that how that works? I, here's the problem, honestly. So like, you have to travel all the way from Naples. What is that? A three and a half hour drive or so? Just about, yeah. Yeah, and well, the problem is by the time you get here, I've already been at Disney in the hot sun for like three and a half, four hours. You know, yeah, by the time you park, got to go so, home and rest. Yeah, so I'm just ready to go home, and uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I live a very active, fun Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse filled lifestyle, and I'm not apo- I'm not apologetic for it. <laughs> so, but but, uh, but you know, I, I got to tell you something. I'm a little disappointed, man. You know, I've. I've been your friend for, I mean, we've kind of known who each other were for a few years, you know, just online, but I've been your buddy, I think for probably about two years now, you know, yeah. right. Something like that. Probably and not. every time you come into town with your, your kids, you don't let me come around. Do you not trust me around children or what's up with that? I, I told, I mean, Gianna already has a nickname for you, so I don't know if we need to share. Bobby Head. Yeah. He calls you Bobby head. Bobby head. <laughs> she's always i'm like all right daddy's gonna go out and you know oh you're gonna meet bobby head i mean we'll see if he shows up this time i don't know (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny as hell yeah we'll actually be there to or no after the huge convention oh i'm busy that day i know you are you're probably out there doing huge stuff so i don't know what it is i just what whatever day it is i'm sure i've got got to wash my hair or something ducks in the lake on the bench <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of that. Now, one thing I, I want to talk about some other stuff, but you're, you're talking about Dome Enterprises, your company. Was that named after like your head? You know, the, just the big, bald, shiny dome, or what? what yeah, where'd that come I mean, from? Yes, I don't. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> I'm not even just, I can't even joke about it. So, middle school, even like elementary school, they always used to call me Big Head. Like, oh, big that's head funny. Was when I was like, you know, elementary school and middle school. And then, kind of in middle school, they started calling me Dome. And then Dome kind of took off through high school. And I had one friend of mine that like just always like that's all he ever called me, refused to call me by my name. Just it's always dumb. So we would always joke. I was like, dude, one day I'm going to have a company and I'm naming it Dome Enterprise. And nobody believed me. They're like, why would you do that? And so like I ended up, you know, getting business cards made and I started spreading the word. And they're like, holy shit, he actually did it. So, dude that's funny as hell i was actually just joking i was just trying to be mean to my buddy that's funny dude, it's, yeah it's because i have a large cranium so you know i love it and then big head no that's i'm a big fan of the tv show on hbo silicon valley i don't, I don't know if you've ever watched that but yeah. big head is one of the characters yeah. so yeah I've watched that. <laughs> oh that's too funny now that's another cool thing so let's talk about this for a second because you know this is a fun podcast for me like the last uh podcast i just uploaded it today now this episode is going to release in about a week or so but uh i just uploaded the other one today and it was actually an author you know the guy that wrote uh 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 built to sell um the automatic customer and the art of selling your business and that was pretty cool you know it was kind of a high profile you know uh yeah uh, yeah, i guess for me but i frankly have more fun when it's just my buddies you know when it's just someone like you that that we can cut up so before we you know, get back into your business and your journey. I guess this is a part of your journey, what I'm going to ask, but uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about BBB because the, the, um, my audience has heard me talk about it a lot and I get a lot of questions about it and stuff. So this could be a fun opportunity just to kind of talk about 
what it is and why it's been impactful for us and why other people need to find things like that for them. I think that might be a good thing. So uh, BBB stands for business bourbon and bullshit. It's a mastermind group. Uh, Mike Dalkey started it. Uh, I don't know, maybe three years ago, I, you know, not quite probably, but three ish years ago. And um, his basement. Yeah, it started in his basement with about four other guys and a bottle, or I think two bottles of bourbon. And that's, and uh, whenever they, uh, they just got together just one evening to talk, you know, just talk about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. And, and uh, Gabe Torres, who's been on my podcast was in there. And I think Michael Kaplan was there and he's been on the show. And I don't remember who else was in there, but um, they said, uh, you know, a few hours and, and a pissed off wife and two bottles of bourbon later, uh, you know, they, they all ended up with hangovers from it, but they, I think there was like three businesses that were born out of that, that just little impromptu yeah. meeting they had. And Dalkey said, you know, I think if we get the right people and we just put them in the same room, we really don't need to do much else and magic will happen. And then, and right. BBB was born. So, um, so I've been going for uh, over two years now. I've been a part of it. And Gino, you've been not quite a year, probably three times. Three times. This will be upcoming one will be my fourth yeah so you're uh, coming up on a year uh on being in there so uh so why don't you share kind of what uh what you know what you see it as you know and um uh, th- this isn't a bbb commercial folks this is just like us sharing our experience being in a mastermind group so uh gina why don't you talk about that a little uh, bit you know kind of like what what it is and what you what you think of it well uh it was funny like because the last time i went was my third time right mm-hmm. so i didn't know that the one of the guys that was going to be in the Airbnb was his first time. Right. So kind of just met and then, um, started talking, you know, it's like just meeting someone for the first time. And he's like, so, cause he didn't really know what it was either. He's just like, I, I don't know. Was it you who told, was it Nate? Uh, Oh, Nate Ferrier. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, so what is it? I was like, well, you know, it's just like, this, he's like, it's kind of like a secret society. I was like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> sort of is. I mean, a little bit, because like people talk about it, but they don't really tell you what it is. Yeah. Or like, you know, what you do. But like, and when I tell my friends that, oh, I'm going to Nashville for this event, and they're like, you're not what for work? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much for. Well, no, there's no way you're going for work. I'm like, it is. Like, it's. <laughs> I mean, we're in the standard for eight out nine hours or so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking about everything under the sun but like we share our you know the the ideas we share um have our workshops at the table and and go over our pain points of the of what we're having in our companies and and everybody kind of it's it's kind of cool to see that like even the big like you know the the big guys that like different people still have the same pain points as any other company does no matter what no matter how big your size is most of them still have certain issues you know Mm -hmm. And uh, it's cool to talk about those things. And it actually like, you know, helps bounce a lot of ideas off other, you know, if you're having a problem, Hey man, you're kind of having the same issue. This is where I'm at. And you can kind of get the answer to how to solve those things. So for, for the audience member that's listening saying, man, okay. Yeah. You know, I want to be in a mastermind group. Um, What the heck does that look like? You know, describe to, uh, I'll paint a, a small picture and then I want you to kind of expand on it. So, so what we do in our mastermind group uh, now, we all stay pretty well connected. You know, we all have a big chat group and, you know, not everyone's involved in it every day, but it's, that's how we stay connected on the, you know, we'll, we'll call it the day-to-day basis. And then we have a quarterly meeting 
So every, every three months we get together, usually in Nashville is where we do it. We meet up at this really cool uh, uh, building called The Standard. It's a private club. One of our members is uh, a member of it, and we get to hold our event there. And we, um, you know, we rent these pretty badass, uh, like, three-level lofts with a, with a, a, a rooftop, you know, patio that overlooks the city. And most of us stay in these, these Airbnbs together, and we just have a, a good time. So, so with that being the picture painted, you know, on a quarterly basis um kind of run the listeners through like you know what we do if they wanted to be like hey i want to do something like this and what what could they model it after so so what's it look like you know when we show up for one of those quarterly events when we like get there and are getting ready to to do the event yeah let's just say you 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 fly into nashville the day before you get off the plane then what i mean so basically you know you fly into town um there's like bobby said a couple lofts that that are rented out as part of the uh the event you know so you get you stay in these uh nice apartments and um basically it's all it's almost like that sh- that show the real world because like you know <laughs> it is like, this house that like no one knows anybody at, at first like my first time i had no idea what i was walking into bobby's like hey you should come check this thing out it's pretty cool like that's about it all right cool i'll show up so, you know, that's, you get there and kind of, some people get in early, some people get in late. So, um, either, you know, you go get some food or go check out Nashville for a little bit and you get to the Airbnb and, uh, the night before we're all just kind of hanging out and, uh, having some drinks, talking business. How's everybody doing? How's everybody, you know, where's everybody at? Is there any, any new things you're getting into? And, um, that night is usually kind of, a more slightly chill night, I would say maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, the next morning we, we get up pretty early around seven or so and get everything ready and get to the standard and they have an amazing breakfast. I mean, the food there is phenomenal. It's legit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so there's breakfast there. And then after breakfast, we uh, go into the workshop and we're in there for a few hours before we break for lunch. And then after lunch, you got a couple more hours, but you know, that we start off with, uh, think it's $10,000 ideas and yeah yeah so like every member we ask everyone to bring a $10,000 idea which is an idea from your business or your experience that if someone implemented it'd make them $10,000 in the next quarter you know if they actually implemented it and um, the reason we ask everyone to bring that is because we'll have 30 plus guys there there's going to be 30 some odd $10,000 ideas at least one of them is going to resonate with you and because it costs about a thousand bucks when it's all said and done by the time you pay for the event and your travel and your food and all that stuff. And, and we want to be able to 10 X our investment on that, on that day. So that's one of the things we do. Um, kind of walk the guys through real surface level. Let's not like get into the nitty gritty, but what are some of the things that we do during the actual workshop during that day that's committed inside the standard there? Um, what's the kind of the, the general idea that we're trying to achieve there? we're trying to get everybody kind of, I guess, going in the same direction on how to get everything streamlined to where, you know, you're not, I guess, uh, working in your business all the time, but, you know, working on it. Yeah. And so things to help out with that basically, and, and how to, uh, run something efficiently. And we're talking about numbers a lot. Uh, there's a lot of bookkeeping stuff going on and how things are, you know, should be done and, and so forth. So, basically just getting yourself on the right track to be able to have more freedom, I guess, more than yeah. just being 
so consumed by your company. Um, yeah. And yeah. That's um, the end goal. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I think the phrase that Mike Dolphy always uses is we want to uh, take our company from being a burden and turn it into an asset. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, and then like the strategic part of the meetings is, you know, we're, we're kind of planning out just like our next quarter, you know, so we're, right. you know, our goal is we want to come into the meeting with our, our plans for the current or the upcoming quarter planned out. And then we use the event to kind of bounce those things off of the other guys, let them beat it up and, and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of nitty gritty that we get into. And also but, going over a lot of like, um, what was it? Like when we went over, like everybody had kind of like, we would pick like a main issue that, you know, kind of everybody in the group, cause we break into groups. So mm-hmm. once we find out what that issue is and we all just kind of talk about it and figure it out. And then we present it to yeah. uh, everybody, like what was going on and what the kind of ways that we're going to fix that problem. Yep. Yep. So I'm curious and we won't, we'll kind of, I want to actually, we, hell, we could probably do two episodes just about the BBB, but I want to get back into talking about you. So um, I just thought that'd be fun to talk about since we shared yeah, this I've, thing, but honestly, just, it has um, at first, obviously it was different. It's a different thing to go do. It's not like a regular event that you would go to, mm-hmm. uh, but I've like, I've told you this, like I've met a lot of really cool guys that are just obviously doing really great mm-hmm. and it's inspiring to meet those guys and talk to them and then actually like still be like, you know, we I talked to the most of them um, mm-hmm. here and there regularly. And it's just a cool thing to have to be able to, to, to uh, bounce stuff off of people. Yeah. Sometimes you don't normally get that in your home setting, you know? Yep. So. That's the truth. Well, I, I think for me, the, the biggest thing is, you know, it's nice when you're the dumbest guy in the room. And, and the funny thing is, it's like, I think every BBB member I know, all we all think we're the dumbest guy in that room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like there's so many big hitters in there. You know, and we, yeah. we've got we've got people in there that have you know generated almost twenty million dollars a year. You know, in their businesses, and then we got some guys in there that are doing about three hundred thousand dollars. You know, and we got everything in between. But um, but but it's a great group of guys now everyone listening, I want to be very clear. This isn't a sales pitch because you can't get in because uh, <laughs> you just can't We're We're kind of there. We're, we're talking about maybe wanting to start another chapter, you know, here, but that's, there's, there's no website for you to go to. There's nowhere for you to sign up. There's nothing like that. This has been, this is, it's been kind of cool because it's just been like, like the, that little cool club that, that we've enjoyed. Now, my point in bringing that up is you know, I get people that reach out to me all the time. And this is actually kind of why I wanted to talk about BBB because I know that I have, uh, I, I'm not doing it anymore, but my guys that were in my weekly accountability group, we're all in BBB together now, but, um, but you know, I, we had our accountability group for a long time and now we've got BBB and all this stuff. And people are like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I get into that? And I actually, one thing I, I, I just want to pause, but this kind of, talks about the importance of it. Gino, one of the books I'm in the middle of right now is the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. You know, it's an oldie uh, by John Maxwell. Uh, it's kind of a staple in the leadership world. But this morning I was reading the chapter on the law of the inner circle. And he was talking about how, uh, you know, a leader, you know, real leaders are always going to have an inner circle of other people that compliment them and challenge them or and are probably even better at them in certain things. And the whole time I was reading it, I'm like, wow, I've got an inner circle and it's yeah. BBB, you know? 
And uh, so everyone that can hear my voice, you need an inner circle. You know, you need a group of killers that that are all about improving themselves and all about, you know, being a positive influence on the people around them. And so how do you start this? Well, uh, step one, which is another uh, another uh, principle in the book. Actually, I think I read it this morning when I was reading it, but uh, maybe it was yesterday, but uh, is you're going to attract the people that you're like. You know, that's the law of attraction. That's that's one of the laws in leadership, the law of attraction is you're going to attract people that you're like. So the first thing you want to do is you want to be the kind of person that you want to be around. And if you say, well, Bob, I don't know how to be that. Well, I, I get that. But you can be someone of integrity. You can be someone that's you know kind. You can be someone that's empathetic. You can be someone that's eager to learn and someone that's eager to give when you have personal experience. You know, if you're someone that just, you know, wants to throw your opinion out when you don't have that experience, you just want to talk about what you think works. Well, those are going to be the kind of people you attract. And then you're just going to have a big old circle jerk of a bunch of guys talking about, here's what I think would really work and nothing gets done, but, but be that person, be authentic, you know, be genuine. And, and then the next thing, and this is the, really the hard part is you need to work hard to try to find, seek out and get around other people like that. So if you're online all the time, and if you're on Facebook and you're in groups where everyone's just a total asshole, whenever they post stuff in forums and stuff, and you want to engage, and I've been guilty of this just for the record. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here. Um, but if that's where your time's spent, well, you're probably not going to find the guys that you want to hang out with, but, but maybe you can get into cool groups like one that Brandon Vaughn runs or, you know, or uh, Ray Burke's got a nice, you know, private group or, you know, some different things like that, you know, maybe those are good places. Maybe you should, you can Google um, entrepreneur masterminds in my area. Maybe you can, you know, do things like that, but just, just reach out to people, you know, try to find these people and it's not going to happen overnight and uh, continue to improve yourself, read books and, and you will eventually attract and be attracted to people that, that you're like, you know? So, um, so last thing on this, Gino, I want to ask you a question about BBB, see if you are in agreement with me, and then I want to get into to your thing. But, but within our mastermind group, to me, the workshop is extremely valuable. The exercises we go through definitely help, you know, give me some direction. But the honest to God truth is, if you said, Bobby, you can cut out the workshop, or you can cut out all of the time and networking of just spinning it with all the guys, whether it's back at the, the lofts, hanging out on the, on the rooftops in the evenings, or, you know, just at the cocktail bar and just talking business, talking life. I would choose to get rid of the workshop and the workshop's great, but I think the biggest value is the, the relationships and the time spent with other people that are like-minded and out there making it happen. Where's your head at on that? Yeah, I would agree with that. Cause a lot of cool things happen, you know, when you're out there sitting there shooting it with a couple of different guys at a table, you know, some of us break away and we'll break into groups, just like maybe 10 of us will go get dinner mm -hmm. or you know, a couple yep. of people will go do their own thing and then we'll meet back at the house. But that time, like, I mean, we have a great time. We'll go grab some pizzas, hang out. And then we'll just literally, it's not like we're, we're literally talking about business most of the time, Yeah, I would say, or like, you know, Hey, this is what uh, I have this new idea. This, that, I mean, Plata didn't Plata's uh, business. Um, oh yeah. Book, bookkeeping, beer and BS. It came from BBB. Yeah. 
run one of those restaurants or one, they were just hanging out talking about it and they're like you should do that yeah so like you know like, the no yeah. bitch zone was born the mbz right. was born at the standard you know right there yeah all kinds of cool i stuff, mean that yeah. time spent with everybody i mean just like the type of people that are in that group like it's just kind of like uh phenomenal to get together and talk about that stuff yeah because yeah. crazy stuff happens like, speaking of dan plata i gotta say this and then we're gonna move on here okay if you ever did come to bbb don't let dan plata drive your car because i so i'm I'm in the middle of this program called 75 hard if you don't know what it is google it but it's a mental challenge fitness thing and so I've, i'm like 32 pounds down in the last you know almost two months and uh you got to do two 45 minute workouts, but they can be a brisk walk, you know, so walking is acceptable and you got to drink a gallon of water and you got to do all these things. And, um, so I had to get all my walks in and I drove my, drove my car up there, um, that time. And, um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to walk home from the standard back to the Airbnbs. So I just threw Dan Plata and our buddy, Ben, uh, the right, keys man. to my car and we get back to the damn room. And we're up there talking, you know, and we're just having a great time. And Dan goes, Hey, by the way, Bobby, what happened to your car? And I go, I don't know what, what you tell me, Dan, what happened to my, well, I didn't do it. But so all of a sudden I'm really suspicious, Dan Plata. I know you're going to hear this shit. And uh, so I'm like, what, this is kind of weird. And he's like, well, you know, the thing on the bumper on the drive passenger side, that's kind of, you know, ripped off. And I'm like, ripped off. What the hell are you talking about? And he's like, no, it wasn't me. You know, he goes, the only thing we did was go a little too far over like one of those parking curb things and then backed off on it. And I'm like, Oh, the one thing that would cause your bumper to rip off from the bottom. (laughs) He's like, it wasn't me, you know, and he was all determined. And then here's the worst part. Not only Dan, did you destroy my car? And I still love you, buddy, by the way, but, um, I just got it fixed today. As a matter of fact, um, but uh he goes oh and by the way you might be getting some one-star google reviews i go why the hell am i because it's my wrapped car you know my company car and i go why And he goes well you know you had me and ben go grab some burgers for everyone while you were walking home and we were having a fun time driving around nashville so we just had the windows down and every time we passed people on the sidewalk we yelled my company's name is TRT and he goes, TRT motherfucker. And so they were just driving around, <laughs> driving around Nashville. Uh, just, ben yelling, man. I could see that all day long. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Dan. Thanks for nothing. But, uh, but I think he felt so guilty. He bought me a fishing pole. So I, I forgive him. I forgive him. <laughs> oh man. That all is- right. So let's, let's change gears here, man. We, the, the, uh gino i hope you have some time because i want to talk to you we, we spent a lot of time just kind of goofing off there so let's get back to to big head enterprises or um, dome enterprises um let's talk about this so right now i'm aware of a soft washing pressure washing company window cleaning um the uh um a tree company you know you you install and take care of trees and stuff like that uh landscaping Yep, and you've just added uh um go, okay artificial turf yeah i was gonna say astro turf or something like that yeah so you you kind of do a lot of stuff um yeah. now you, 
you had talked about it was, I think you said in 2010 is when you started. So the very first thing you did was pressure washing. Is that what got everything kicked off? Yeah, for the most part, yes, it was, uh, it was pressure washing and roof cleaning um, back in 2010. And probably I think on year seven is when we introduced like the landscaping part and tree service. Um, and then just recently it started, uh, we, we honestly fell into it. I don't know like it started with my daughter's playground because we got a bunch of free artificial turf from a buddy of mine who's a paver supplier and he goes hey i have this stuff laying around i don't want it like just you know give me a 100 bucks for it i was like oh deal like yeah i want to this playground so we did that and then we didn't know how to like really install it that well and um we did watch some videos and, and put it down and haven't had any problems and then i got requests like from a couple of customers like hey uh we want to do like an area for our dog or we want to do uh, our part of our backyard and turf and i said okay well that's fine so i started looking for suppliers and i found a guy in tampa and he's been doing it almost eight years now i think he said and he actually has his own line of turf so we're purchasing directly from him he gets it made in georgia and we have it like when we order it we have it in like two days oh wow the issue with a lot of the guys down here was they're ordering from different big landscape supply houses and they're five to 10 weeks out on getting turf because they get it from California or Colorado and everything's so backed up right now with manufacturing and labor and all that. Yeah. They're all struggling to get turf. And I mean, not that they're not getting it, but it's just taking longer. So we're able to kind of beat the curve and get the stuff earlier um, because they make it right there in Georgia and they're not backlogged or anything like that. So we just uh, have been, steady with it and we're not advertising we're just it's been word of mouth and um we're doing a putting green or we did a putting green this week doing another one next week for a guy with a chipping uh area it's going to be pretty massive and then we have a whole backyard for this one lady she it's a big backyard it's like 1500 square feet and she's like i want no grass she said, I, I just want my dogs to have this little area here i was like the whole yard and she's like yeah the whole yard i'm like okay okay so, if you got a check and, big and, enough <laughs> yeah i mean and my buddy Chris from Tampa has literally walked us through like, mm -hmm. this is what you need to buy. This is what you need to do. We've gone up to his, uh, his shop and he's kind of showed us a few things on, I mean, it's, it's really like installing carpet. We use carpet kickers. We use um, a lot of carpet tools, knives, cutters, and stuff like that. And uh, it's been really good. Like, and we like it. Like, so it's, it's gonna, uh, we're going to continue it and uh, grow it into its own separate uh, brand away from you know dome enterprises it's going to be uh the name we picked was everlasting greens turf co so i think uh, it. i think it'll work out yeah that's cool so uh now is that a business does it seem to be uh more or less or the same uh when it comes to you know profitability and all that stuff than like the the other service companies you have um i would say that it's a lot less laborious and it does profit a lot more than let's say like if we have to go trim like you know a bunch of hard oak trees you know that we have to use totally different amount of equipment mm -hmm. we have you know front-end loaders dump trailers and stuff like that stump grinders when we're doing tree work tree work is very strenuous landscaping isn't as strenuous and there's a high profit margin in landscaping as well installing plants um and also installing kind of you know trees and stuff but this doesn't require a huge like I would say barrier to entry. Like you really just need a decent enough plate compactor, the right hand tools, um, 
knowing how to properly level certain things and bringing in, uh, you don't need any heavy equipment to move the sand around the, the actual sand that you level out. So, I mean, I would say I, we only spent probably like 3,500 bucks on having the, we had most of the stuff already just mm. because we're a landscape company. But yeah. We bought a couple of, like there was a big power broom that we bought and like a big plate compactor and uh, a big carpet rolling machine that like, or not machine, but like a dolly that you put these rolls of turf are heavy. So mm-hmm. you can't just like pick one up. They weigh like 2000 pounds or 18, you know, they're heavy. So yeah. we throw them on this cart and we can wheel it around. So there was a couple of things we had to buy, but it turned out to be worth it just because, you know, we're like, Oh, it's not going to go anywhere. You know, we did one or two jobs and then like the phone rang and it was like, Hey, uh, so-and-so said you guys did turf and want you to do this uh, whole area. I'm like, okay. Gave him a price. I'm like, yeah, cool. When can you do it? Nice. So nice. It's kind of just, you know, and, and it's cool. It's, it's pretty enjoyable because like people actually really like the way it turns out and how it looks. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fake, but it looks real and it comes with a great warranty. So yeah, um, we look forward to kind of really moving forward with that. But I mean, the soft watching that, that turf, it's like plastic and fake, just like the Kardashians. So huh? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of looks a little bit more real. <laughs> yeah, it looks more real. Than <laughs> so you're kind of a gearhead, Gito. You're the guy that always, uh, you're like, Bobby, your equipment sucks. You need to take better care of that stuff. You know, but, and I'm always jealous of all the things that you have down there because you've got the big, you got big giant trucks and I think you got like a big dump truck looking thing that. We, I, yeah, we've had a lot of different rigs over the last 10 years. We've had water truck. Uh, they had 2,000 gallons. We've had Isuzu flatbeds with 1,000-gallon tanks. We've had trailers. I mean, my first trailer was a 5 by 8 I don't even think it was a 5 by 10 It was a 5 by 8 that I pulled with a big lifted truck, and it had a little machine on it, like a 13-horse Honda and a 200-gallon water tank. And I had a business partner in the, be- in the way beginning, and we didn't. it didn't end up working out because no one saw eye to eye. So then that kind of diminished, and that was when I got down here. You have to have your own license to do roof cleaning. So <clears throat> basically had to get the license and get all the requirements and started, you know, the business, but rigs have been always changing. And if you talk to any of my friends, they'll be like, he always has something different or he's always like, we'll build something and then we'll take it apart. And I had, I had this one guy that used to work for me. He was a, he was a Marine and um retired marine and and it was so funny because we would build a rig and it was always the azusa we'd like build it and then we'd go to change it and i mean it happened probably three times just because we were changing from you know boosters from air to this to that and uh he's like he's like we're gonna change the rig again i was like yep andy we're gonna change it like (laughs) i'm calling off next week because i don't want to tear that truck apart again (laughs) (laughs) stuff was just always you know we're always uh trying to find better ways to spray certain things and better pumps and you know equipment and so like it's always something different yeah it never ends so So, you know that's actually i'll be completely honest with you the bbb conversation kind of made me forget about this but i know we want to talk about something cool and this was actually a really good segue so being the gearhead and being uh, someone that has a crap ton of experience at doing it. And I think you kind of like it quite frankly. Um, Talk about this other project you're, you're about to start up here. So there's something that, that I've been um, throwing around uh, an idea I've been mentioning to, you know, you, some of our friends, um, other business owners that I know that, you know, even some of them, which are still working in their companies or not and have Mm -hmm. employees. 
But the number one uh, issue that I always see, and we always see it on Facebook, is people are always asking, you know, hey, this is broken or this isn't working. Why isn't it working? Or how can how can you get this uh, pump to pull from this tank? Or why is my fitting breaking every five minutes? And mm-hmm. why is this leaking and this and that? So like, there's so much of that. And I just feel like there's, there's a solution for it. And that would be to have kind of like a two day um, event, very small, just to cut maybe three to four people at a time to where we can walk them through the steps of how to, you know, learn their equipment, how to, you know, change things in the field. Because a lot of times, I mean, I remember back in the day when uh, there was hardly anyone around that serviced equipment. There was only one place that was like an hour away from my house. Mm-hmm. And a pump would go down and I would be an hour away and I'd be in the middle of the job. And I'm like, oh my God, like I have to stop the job. I have to get my stuff together and leave and go there and then hope that it can get to it so that I can go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and that was eight, you know, nine years ago. And then slowly certain things started happening and people were opening different stuff. And then we kind of started learning our own ways of how to do our own stuff and, and put our own stuff together. So where we didn't have to rely on like, Hey, I got to go an hour and a half away to get this figured out. And, um, but that's like part of the problem that we see. Cause a lot of these guys, you know, even up North, they don't have anybody uh, yeah. at their disposal. I remember when, when I first started out, um, uh... I, you know, my very first, uh, roof cleaning pump I bought from pressure tech and, you know, they got this little pump in a box, you know, kind of thing they sell and, and, uh, and it served me really well. And, and, uh, I remember it was one of our first jobs, you know, we hadn't had it long. We just been, you know, doing a handful of roofs and, uh, <laughs> I'm on a job and the pump stops working and we couldn't figure out how to fix the damn now i'm embarrassed to say this but you know what screw you guys um (laughs) well i i we drive all the way back because we actually have being in florida we're a little blessed because there are more pressure washing suppliers and stuff than probably in most rest there's probably more in the state of florida than there are the rest of the country combined i bet and um so i drive to one i'm like hey i'm having this problem with this and i look at it and it blew a fuse (laughs) it just blew a fuse and we had to we had to pack up leave the job site you know it's been probably two and a half hours of downtime you know a lot of times it can be something very small that you know overseen and i mean like you said we're we're lucky enough to have a guy down here that he lives like three streets away from me Mm -hmm. and like he handles anything like if you know if i'm not around or something or the guys are in the field and they're like hey this busted or we need this part obviously if we don't have it on the truck we still need to get that part. Well, we just make a phone call. He has this badass like uh, F450 fully loaded. It's a mobile shop. So like mm-hmm. he shows up with all the goodies. And sometimes it's a bad thing because the guys are like, oh, we need like all these ball valves. We need this. We need that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get the bill. It's like, dude, what did you guys buy? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He had it all in the truck. We just we just wanted some new stuff. I'm like, ah, all right. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. But like, you know, that's that's been great to have because – he not only you know he builds equipment and stuff like that but like he's just at your disposal and mm-hmm. not many people have that kind of uh, yeah. ability so so we've kind of talked about the problem here what's right. the what's the solution you're trying to trying to so what i, what I want to accomplish what i want to do is 
like I said, I want them to hold a two day event where these guys come down and day one, we're going through the ins and outs of the equipment, right? Your GX 690s, your, or maybe some guys still run the 13 horse Hondas, your pumps, um, how to break down those, you know, machines to where if there's something that does happen in the field, you're able to remedy it. You know, mm-hmm. if a, an unloader goes out and you don't know how to set it, you don't know how to take it off or even put it on, you're going to learn how to do that. You're going to learn how to properly set that unloader to where it needs to be so that the new one will function properly. Um, surface cleaners. I mean, how many times have <clears throat> you seen somebody post like, uh, it's only spinning halfway, nothing's happening. Well, probably the tips are clogged you know? yeah. or, or the gun is going bad. You know, like there's so many certain things that could be happening which are totally, totally able to fix in the field without having to like shut down for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing like, you know, obviously for the service cleaners, carrying extra parts for it, carrying extra whip lines, even cartridges. Like we don't even put new cartridges in most of ours because we have a, a, a press where we can rebuild it and put a new shaft in it, put new yeah. bearings in it. Because um, with Whisper Wash, it's all pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Um, another thing would be, your your roof pumps, your 12 volts, your booster pumps, your air pumps, um, your gas pumps. Because you've Storm used them all, pump. right? I've used every single one. I had a Comet pump, which they still make, and I got that from Hotsy. I'll never forget. They were like, this is the best pump ever. And this pump, it was a cat pump that had just the worst problems ever. And I got it eight years ago, I believe. It was like my second year in business. I'm like, I'm buying this gas roof pump and proportioners weren't, I mean, you could, you probably could have, I had no idea about them. They hadn't been released yet, but there was, you know, you could have made your own if you wanted to. And guys had used, I think, you know, regular PVC ball valves or those chlorine valves when we're trying to make that work, but no, there was no actual proportioner. So you were always batch mixing. Mm-hmm. And um, this pump just, it just it always had leaks. It always had issues and it was just, it was a nightmare. So like we had gas, then we went to air and air was cool, but in Florida, you get a lot of moisture. So we constantly had uh, moisture issues because somebody either, you know, wouldn't flush the pump out or it would start raining and the pump would get wet and then water would get into the motor and the motor wouldn't work and this and mm-hmm. that. So that was a nightmare. And then we went back to 12 volt and then we went to booster. And now we kind of just fluctuate from 12 volt to booster. And we do have a new gas pump, but it doesn't run bleed just runs a, a different product that we spray uh for roofs and um we, we keep the bleach away from it because obviously bleach doesn't like certain pumps so yeah um <clears throat> the most easiest way for like when i tell guys like or if a guy asks me like hey i want to get into this and i want to do roof clean well the cheapest the cheapest way to get into it is just grab a 12 volt and mm-hmm. 200 feet of hose on a hose reel yeah that's it i mean they're 180 bucks and it takes no time to set it up we keep two on the trucks and they'll spray enough for what you have to do. And they last eight months. Mm-hmm. If you can't make your money back. Not at my company. They last about eight days here for well, some they would damn reason. Flush them, maybe. They would <laughs> last longer. I had a buddy one time that just never flushed anything. And it was like his trailer looked like complete disarray. It was all rusted out. And I was like, You ever flush anything? He's like, No. <laughs> so, so. So essentially what, what we're getting at is a big problem in the industry is a lot of guys get into it because they can run the business, but they don't really know the technical side of things, you know, and, and, or maybe they don't know how to run the business, but they also don't know the technical side of things. And you're putting together a two day 
um, you know, class, if you will, where people will come to your location and uh, you've told me about it a little bit. So day one is going to be mostly probably some like classroom uh, how-to stuff. You know, you're going to go through and probably have a piece here and it's like, here's how this thing works. Here's how it tends to screw up. Here's how you can pull it apart. Here's how you can fix it, you know, and kind of run through the basics there, but not just pumps not just machines but even things like here's what a uh, uh a bulkhead fitting is that you need to put on your tanks and this is how it seals and this is how you connect it to this part so you can get you know liquids from here to there yeah. and then day two is that going to be an actual trailer build so you're, you've got a trailer that are you're going to i don't know if you have it yet but you're going to have a trailer that you've actually like pre-drilled all the holes on and all that stuff so you're not wasting your time doing the you know, running a drill and the guys are going to be able to, uh, hands on turning wrenches, be able to learn how to build one of these things, put them together and then fill it up with fluids, make sure it's working, troubleshoot them, all that good stuff. So when they leave, not only did they have some classroom time, but they also were able to go into your shop and literally build a system together. So that way they know how to do those things when they go back. And then they have that information for the rest of the life of their business to be able to do these things. Is that a fair summary? That's exactly what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. Because we see how much, how many pain points there are that, you know, constantly people are like this and that, and we're having this issue. It's like, if someone were to just show you, you know, and I mean, yeah, there's, there's a couple videos here and there, but like, this is a hands-on you're coming here. You're literally Mm -hmm. disassembling it right in front of your eyes. You're going to learn how to do it. Yeah. And we'll show you how to put it all back together and hopefully it will, you know, help you know how to hook everything up and make everything run flawlessly. So, uh, Gino, so who could benefit from this? Is this going to be only people that build their own stuff or like, what about guys that buy, like, say, for instance, I just bought a skid from powerwash.com. So, you know, Michael Henderleiter, one of our buddies who's in BBB, as a matter of fact, shout out, Mike. Marta. Yeah, <laughs> but I just bought a, a skid and actually it came in uh, y- yesterday or the day before. Um, so is this for someone like me or is it just for people, someone that no, builds totally, their own thing or what? No, I totally think like, I mean, I've, I've, I have a ton of buddies and friends that, you know, they order a skid because, you know, for one, they may not have someone close to them that can make it. Right. right? So they'll order a whole skid, bring it home, start using it. Works great. But obviously down the road, small little things can happen. Fittings can leak. Fittings, they could break a fitting. They could, you know, something could go wrong and they don't know which way to go. So they're on the phone trying to, you know, either Skype or or Zoom, try to fix fix an issue. And sometimes you can't resolve stuff over the phone. So Mm -hmm. if you were able to understand the way that, you know, let's just say a proportioner, like there's a lot of hoses coming off a proportioner. And if you're not savvy enough, to know where each one's coming from or pulling from or to check for a leak you could have a cracked bulkhead anywhere you know there's there's a lot of things that you're not aware of but when you get it initially you're going to work but that thing's in the sun every day right so mm-hmm. we've had bulkheads crack and then you're chasing down leaks and you're trying to find this and that and yep. drop tubes and i mean we're working with all kinds of chemicals here so like anything is possible mm-hmm. um and Employee issues, employees, you could get a brand new spanking rig, whatever. Well, you got two guys running it and they totally just ransack the thing. And then you're Mm -hmm. stuck trying to figure out how to fix it. 
So I totally think that, you know, the guys that are buying these really cool, awesome rigs, they just could use some help on how to understand that exact rig. Yeah. Um, most of them are set up, you know, pretty similar to how, you know, all this stuff is the same, no matter where you get it. It's all plumbed the same way. Yep. It's all hooked up. Some guys use different fittings here and there, but it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. So, mm-hmm. you know, the guys that are building their own rakes, like us, I mean, we don't really, you know, most of us know like what we're going through, what we're doing, what we're troubleshooting, not to say that we know everything. I yeah. wouldn't say that because there's a lot of stuff that, that we need help with, but the, the typical little things, the ins and outs of the rig and how to test things and how to work on stuff is what we're trying to uh, show everybody and, and kind of help yeah. them out with. Yeah. no, I love it. We, we were talking a little bit beforehand and I, you know, I do think this is great also for the people that buy the, the pre-built stuff. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I get one of my good buddies, Cody Yarbrough, you know, he's a trailer builder, you know, uh, he'd probably love it if his clients came to your, <laughs> your class, because, uh, in the first eight months I knew Cody, and I'm not exaggerating. Actually, I'm going to use a number that I think is conservative just so I'm not lying because I'm pretty sure it was two more than this. But I know for sure in the first eight months I met Cody, five different times, he, he would be like, you're not going to believe what just happened. And it was the same thing every time is people would call him upset that their soft wash system wasn't working anymore. And when he troubleshoots with them over the phone, they found out that the soap tank was empty and because the soap tank was empty, they had an air leak and then it wouldn't pull anything. And it was like, you know, these guys are literally, you know, like some of the problems that we're having are so simple as you didn't check the oil or something. So, you know, so a guy like that, and I'm not picking on that guy, you know, but it's just like, that's someone that's not technically inclined. Um, Those are the people that can, you know, whether you dropped a pretty penny on your equipment or, if you're going to be the guy that has a lot of time and you want to save some money and build your own equipment, this is going to be a great opportunity for you to, to, to take a shortcut. You know, Gino's not going to teach you something that you can't learn on your own, but this is 2021 and we're halfway through it. This guy's got 11 and a half years of experience of working on these things, building these things, troubleshooting these things. And you're going to go get this wealth of knowledge that he has. It's going to, shorten your learning curve uh extensively uh you and i've already talked i'm planning on sending one of my guys down to get some training because frankly this is a weakness of my company you know the technical side's not my thing you know i i like going to disney world and i like talking to people and if it's not one of those two things i'm i'm not very good at it (laughs) so but uh so gino if people are interested in this because actually uh you told me the dates you said the, the first uh, weekend you're going to do is going to be September 9th and 10th. Is that correct? Yes, September 9th and 10th down so here that, in South Florida. Down in, down in South Florida, Naples. Um, Naples. So it's not a hard place to get into. You can fly in down there. It's a piece of cake. You can also drive if you enjoy, especially if you like good views. You can drive that, co- that west coast of Florida down there. Uh, yeah. Naples is an awesome area. This would actually be a great thing where you you go and you do this and you bring your wife or bring your, your significant oh, yeah, other. And I mean, there's beaches, there's all kinds of stuff to do. Yeah. It's a, it's, a it's those white area. sand beaches. You know, it's the, the real fine sand that everyone loves. It's, it's, it's yeah. gorgeous down there. I've been yeah, there once when I lived in Fort Lauderdale, I took alligator alley over to Naples one time and we went right. and just took a day trip. It was, it was beautiful. But, but anyway, September 9th and 10th, um, 
how can people get information about this? How can they reach out to you if they're they interested and find just, out? They can just email me on, on our Dome Enterprise email, which is just domeenterprise at gmail.com. So D-O-M-E. Uh, enterprise. Enterprise. E, okay. Enterprise at gmail.com. Um, we will have a um, email up and running here shortly and a landing page so that they can visit and get some more information about it. Um, but we're, we're waiting on getting that wrapped yeah. up in the next couple of weeks. So in the meantime, if someone hears this the day it comes out yeah. and they, they want information, they just they need to email know. you. I'll put that email folks in the show notes. So you can just go down there and copy that and, and use that to send Gino a message. And then, um, and then, um, and then that's that. So, I mean, the, the event, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm super excited for you. You know, you brought this idea. I think it was probably two BBBs ago. I think whenever you kind of had the idea, right. Or maybe it was a little well, longer. No, it was, uh, oh mean, no, we were at Disney world and, we were, and you had this idea, weren't we? It was probably one of the second times that we sat down there for drinks. Yeah. I think, and I just, we were talking about something and then I was like, Hey, what do you think about this? And you're like, that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We were at the boathouse. If any yeah. of you, any of the listeners out there, if you, I always like sharing stories like this, cause I just think it's fun to help us connect mentally and emotionally. But if you're a Disney world fan and you know, Disney Springs, there's a restaurant called the boathouse. It's super cool. And they've had, got this big, huge dock out on the water. And we were out there on the dock, just chilling. We had our wives with us. If I remember right, it, weren't the girls with yeah. us? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the wives were with us and, and we were just having a great time and, and out by the boats out there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. So, but, but so guys, you can email Gino on that. Uh, Gino, I've got to get to the most important part of the podcast. And um, I bet you, you don't even know what it is. You've probably never even listened to my podcast before you jerk. I, I think I have. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I'm going to put you in a scenario. And I need you to tell me how you're going to react. What are you going to do to make the best decision in this scenario? Are you ready? Best decision in whatever you throw at me. I'm about to throw it at you. I mean, it's not a hard question. Are you ready? It's a yes or a no. Yes. Are you sure, big head? I don't. Dome now. I've graduated from Big Ed. No, not no. You haven't. You, as far as BBB is concerned, you are now Big Head. So uh, you can blame yourself for sharing that story and Silicon Valley for making me love it so much. So, oh my uh, god, so you are Big Head, um, or Baghead, as Gavin Belson called him in Silicon Valley. If you remember that, <laughs> yeah. I'm, maybe I'll call you Baghead. We'll call you Baghead. But anyway, all right, all right, Baghead. Let's do this. So, here's the scenario. You're in the middle of a field all by yourself out in the middle of like, there's no civilization within a hundred miles, any direction. You're the only human. You found a little, a nice little grassy opening. You're, you're just out there thinking this is beautiful. You may have even done the sound of music thing where you throw your arms out and you spin around just because it's beautiful it's gorgeous the weather's perfect you're just loving life and then you hear a voice from the sky and the voice says gino you are going to fight to the death and you get to pick your opponent 
and you sat there and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be in a fight to the death. Who's, who can, who's my opponent options? And then the voice speaks back up and it says, you either will fight one horse-sized duck or 1,000 duck-sized horses to the death what do you say? I go with the duck, the duck-sized horse. The well, there's a thousand duck-sized horses. There's one horse-sized. Duck. I'm sorry, the one horse-sized. How duck. the hell are you gonna k- kill a horse-sized duck, man? I mean, I throw. It's a like mean, a dragon. It's like I throw it's a like mean left hook. All right, I could do this, dude. I don't think you've studied duck anatomy. Swing my head around. Your head. Yes, yeah, true. You do have a weapon that most of us don't. You've got the wrecking ball there. So. I had a buddy of mine that we would get into these headbutting. No joke. We would get into these headbutting contests, right? And his his my buddy Joe. He's a big, big was a bigger guy now, you know. And um, so he's like one night we're at his house. He's like, I'm gonna headbutt you. I was like, No, nah, man. I was like, I'm not really feeling it right now. And uh, he's like, No, 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 doing this. I'm like, All right, cool, whatever. And uh, we had a few drinks, obviously, and. And he headbutt me, and I took it, and I stood there for a minute. And I was like, Joey, I'm going to go lay down now. <laughs> and you really messed up the dome now, and it hurts, so I'm going to go lay down. What's wrong with you, man? Why are you headbutting each other? So, it ain't going to work with a duck, time. dude. He's a, it's like a 1,400-pound duck, bro. You're, you're, he will bite your how, head off. How would you handle a 1,000 how would you handle a thousand little ducks? It's real easy. Like, like if, if you guys are listening, I'm using an illustration for the YouTube channel. So I'm like, so I've like, heard this before. Here's my legs, right? I'm walking around, right? And then let's see here. Let me get something for an illustration. So right here, Gino, this little bitty. Okay. So here's a little bitty piece of paper. So this is about scale. So this is me walking. Here's a little bitty duck size or horse size, a duck sized horse. So here's I'm gonna kill a thousand of them. Step. I'm just gonna step on him, and then when there's another one, I'm gonna step on that one. I mean, they could, be, they could be strong and resilient and dodge you. So I mean, they could just by the time they get you on the ground, I think it's all over. I don't think they're gonna get me on the ground. I'm 250 pounds of love muscle. They ain't gonna penetrate this. So, all right. Well, Gino, I'm disappointed in you on the duck question, but everything else. I think you're freaking awesome. And uh, honestly, your better half is the redeeming part of you. So tell Jen, I said hi. Uh, any any uh, parting words of wisdom for the audience? Um, I mean, you know, we'll see how everything goes. And uh, I hope everybody had a, a fun time listening to it. And it's always a pleasure to uh, talk with you, Bob. Even though uh, we don't I'd, talk I'd like to say same, but I'm not a liar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love you, bro. You're awesome. I, I always have fun hanging out with you, um, despite your mental handicap. So, um, all right. <laughs> now, Gito, thanks for joining me on the show, bro. Hang on just a minute before uh, before you leave. And guys, if you're listening, a couple of things. If you remember earlier, I said you got to be the people that you want to attract. You know, be nice to people. So I'm a terrible example to follow. I don't know how I got around a bunch of good guys. I just got lucky. But uh, but, but go do something good for something uh, for someone today. And remember, if you're not doing what you want in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing it, 
There's no good reason. Peace.